Happy Wednesday, Mama. Welcome back to Mama's Mission. You're listening to Deb, and it's actually Deb and Kayla today because I had the privilege of interviewing Kayla Craig. She is a mama of four. She is a wife. She has some dogs. She actually lives in an old com- convent. Convent. Oh, that, that word was quite hard for me, actually. <laughs> she is a podcaster. She is an author. And today we actually unpack one of her books, It is awesome. It is going to be the perfect resource for you, Mama, if you're wanting something to help point your kids to Jesus, but you want something that is quite relaxed, go with the flow, this resource is totally for you. It's something to be picked up, used, no issue. You can put it down for the week and then pick it up where you last left off. And it doesn't require a whole lot of resources and whatnot. It is simple chatting. I'm all about that, just the chatting. So if you want to hear a little bit more about Kayla and what she offers in her resource and our discussion, just keep listening. Hey mama, welcome to Mama's Mission. Do you wish pointing your kids to Jesus could be simple? Are you overwhelmed with no schedule and good habits so what you want to achieve, like discipling, doesn't happen? Do you have the best intentions to read that devotion with the kids, but after a bit, you lose your groove and feel that pointing your kids to Jesus is too hard? Hey, I'm Deb. I too was overwhelmed with the concept of discipling my littles. I was inconsistent in showing my kids Jesus, jumping from one idea to the next, and I wish for some structure to my day to make that happen. I wanted some routines and ideas on how to point my kids to Jesus, but I kept telling myself this is too hard and it's going to take way too much time until I found routines and habits. In this podcast, you'll discover what discipling your kids is and looks like, how to schedule time in to point your kids to Jesus, and what tools you could use to help you do so, so that you can be the mama living out her greatest mission, to show her kids Jesus. So grab a coffee, or maybe two, kick back and get ready to launch into your mission. Kayla, thank you so much for joining us here at Mama's Mission. It's such a privilege to be able to chat to you today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Are you able to start the interview by letting the listeners know a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Kayla Craig and my background is in journalism. And now I'm a writer from home where I live with my four children and my husband and we have two dogs and we live in a former convent, a big old house um, where the Sisters of Mercy used to live. And so there's never a dull moment in my home. And um, I have the joy and the privilege of writing for other parents who are kind of in the thick of their lives and um, it's a gift. Wow that is really cool what that must be so special to live in a home like that with so much history like rich with history and did you when you walk through it did you just feel it like I did. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a big old house that has lived a lot of different lives. And so in the fifties and sixties, that's when a group of sisters lived here and they were young and they taught at a nearby school. And, um, I just felt a sense of peace. You know, some people might think, oh, big old house is, you know, does it have scary vibes or, you know, there's lots of, you know, stereotypes in a big old house, but I just felt a sense of exhale um, when I walked in and I just kind of was like I think this this is worth moving back to our hometown for <laughs> you know it's, 
it's really, really special. Um, so glad to be here. That is awesome. I love that. Have never heard that before. <laughs> so you've written two books and your first book is called To Light Their Way. Are you able to share what a liturgy is, first of all, because that's a huge part of the book? And secondly, can you tell us what your heart behind the book was? Yeah, I, I wrote To Light Their Way, which is a collection of prayers and liturgies for parents, kind of out of my own need. Um, sometimes I just don't have the words to pray, you know, and I really um, felt like it was a gift to be able to borrow somebody else's words. And so that's what I think when I think of liturgy, I just think of kind of the shared worship that we can enter into together. It's kind of the prayers of the people. So if you don't have the words to pray, take mine, you know, and I find such a comfort in knowing that I can pray a prayer that has been prayed before that might even be prayed, be being prayed right now and might be prayed again in the future. There's just such a uniting element to that, that brings me a lot of comfort. And so I hope that this book really meets parents where they are and provides words when they don't have maybe the words on their own. And it might be for something beautiful and celebratory, like a birth or a birthday or going on vacation or celebrating a holiday, or it might be something really hard, you know, the death of a loved one or a sick child or trying to absorb, you know, the violence that's going on in our world, so many different things. And so I just, I hope that it's one tool in the toolbox of moms and dads who want to intentionally pray for their kids and raise their kids in kind of an empathetic, compassionate way. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I hope the book offers. Well, it's really special. I love that. Yeah. So your second book is Every Season Sacred. You want readers to embrace faithful rhythms. Are you able to unpack what those are and what they might, what they might look like for us? Yeah, I think that it's easy for us to think of spiritual spiritual formation as something that happens maybe on Sunday at church, or maybe it's something that happens to other people that are more spiritual than us as we're just trying to get <laughs> kids to practice and get some food on the table and get to work and clean the toilets, you know, all of these different things. And so my hope is that Every Season Sacred invites parents into a deeper spirituality, a deeper relationship with God so that they can pass that on to their kids. And I, so I wanted to resource parents with like very tangible, practical ways that they can start to incorporate thoughtful conversation, going deeper and exploring, you know, what are the choices our family makes? How do we spend our time? How do we spend our resources and really kind of bringing our kids in and growing and journeying alongside them and so every season sacred kind of gives you a week for every single week of the year and takes you through the whole year and so there's no like one place you need to start you can start in the fall section or winter or spring or summer kind of whatever seems most applicable to you and then you'll find kind of a spiritual reflection a prayer um, those are for you the parent the soul of the parent because you can't pour into somebody when you're empty, you know, it's so cliche, but it's so true. And so yeah. that is kind of an offering for parents. And then I move into, um, 
deeper conversation questions you can share with your family, with your spouse, with your kids, kind of pick and choose what works for their ages and stages that just kind of go through these themes. Each week kind of have some different themes. And then there's shared prayers that you can take and use. And there's a, a prayer, a version of that that's for younger children. And then there's a prayer that's maybe for older children. So you just pick the one that works for you, share it maybe um, at dinner or in the morning before everybody goes off to school and work, whatever it is, just to kind of help you get into what I call those faithful rhythms. I love that how you've created a resource for parents because, you know, we we want to be intentional with this journey of pointing our kids to Jesus. But a lot of parents that I've spoken to, they kind of feel a bit stuck yeah, and they, they don't really know how to go about it. And I think one of the key things that you've hit on in the book is conversation. Mm-hmm. It is really important to be having chats with our kids and about deep stuff and not deep stuff as well. <laughs> But this is where we get to share our faith through living it out with our kids. And yeah, I think what is really important is actually doing it, like walking the talk. But it is also having those conversations with them, which is really cool that you've covered that. So is this, I, I started the book and what I noticed is it would be a little bit trickier for me because they're written in seasons and... Of course, in your season, you know, Christmas time is a time of, you know, rugging up because it's winter, whereas we're getting our togs, well, sorry, you call them swimsuits. We're getting our <laughs> swimsuits on kicking the beach. like <laughs> So it is really different, but I love that we can still take the conversation starters and still go with it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Where I live in in Iowa, in the United States, we have these very distinct seasons. And so that's kind of what my experience is out of. But there is, you know, I know not everybody has, you know, these kind of linear seasons that follow the way that I experience it. So there's an index in the back of the book. So if you're looking for a reflection or a week, Um, conversation questions in a certain theme, you can go and pull those. So maybe you're experiencing grief and I have that in the winter section, but it's summer, you know, you can, you can go and kind of make that your own. So I really kind of think of the book as a mix and match, like pull and find what works for you. There's no dates in it for that reason, because I didn't want parents to feel that pressure, um, but really just use it as a resource for you in your very busy, um, complicated, loud lives. That's so cool. It's so relatable. And I love it how it doesn't have dates because you're right. They do put pressure on and, oh my gosh, we have to catch up on the last three days because we haven't done those. Like, yes, it, (laughs) it brings all the guilt and I feel like a terrible person because I'm not sticking with this, but I love the heart behind the book is it's to be used as a resource and not just for a one and done, you know, you've read it and it's like, okay, cool. Take that off the box. It's to be used, to sit there, to be picked up in those times when you do need it more than others as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way you put that. (laughs) So how do you see every season sacred to be used, you know, for your everyday family? Yeah. You know, I think 
trying to every season maybe assess like where are we where are we right now so right now I have a son that has soccer practice and a son that's doing a acting theater class and my daughter has physical therapy and we have these different things so trying to figure out how we integrate time together in our very full lives so you know kind of every season having a, a reset of this is this is what works for us in this season summer for us looks a lot differently the kids are home that our schedules are a little different than the fall I feel like everything is moving forward and the calendar is so full so I think it's trying to find how you can actually use it and not and not be like I have to do this every morning and every dinner time like realistically that might not work but maybe you could find one day you know, maybe it's every Monday night, you kind of have a little bit more thoughtful conversation. But I also tell parents, you know, sometimes that just doesn't work or kids are not in the mood or you're tired. So maybe one thing to do is look at that kind of list of open-ended questions and just take a couple and talk about them as you're driving to school or talk about them in the evening while you're kind of winding down, whatever it is, you know, your family best, but just try to get into a rhythm of doing that. You know, even if it's not everybody sitting down and praying the same prayer every night of the week, but you know, maybe it's taking a couple questions and maybe your kids are processors and they're not going to answer right away. And then a couple of days down the road, they say, Oh yeah, I was thinking about that. You know, you just never know. And so I think yeah. just that consistency of, of integrating these little bits where we're kind of thinking about our spiritual formation all the time, even in the the busyness of real life. This is so cool, actually. And this is what I talk about here at Mama's Mission. It is getting intentional, but it's also using our time effectively. So when you're in the car, like those are the times where my daughter and I have the best conversations just Mm -hmm. at random and, you know, some sometimes it's spiritually related sometimes not but I love it how you are encouraging the reader just to go with the flow Mm -hmm. to go with the season that you're in and to create these rhythms it doesn't have to be like half an hour carved out of your day every day it can just be you know using what you've got killing two birds with one stone (laughs) you're in the car anyway why not have a chat yeah Which is so cool. So did you use your family as guinea pigs when you were writing? A little bit. (laughs) I did. I did. You know, sometimes I would write a question and then realize I was writing it in a way that made sense to me, but wouldn't be how I talked to my kids, you know? Yeah. So I tried to create language as the real language that we use. And and there are questions that will connect more with older kids or teens or uh, spouses. And there's also questions that are very applicable to any age and stage. And, and what I also tell parents is like, you can take a question and turn it into your own words and get to that same heart. And, um, you know, we might not think it's a spiritual question when you ask your child, maybe that's the week and we're talking about loneliness and you say, when is the time where you felt, you know, most alone and, and, and who kind of helped you feel a little less lonely and you start having these conversations and it might not in the forefront seem like a spiritual conversation, but what is the underlying thread of that? And just, that's kind of why I named the book every season sacred is because there are these sacred elements in the seemingly kind of ordinary moments of our lives 
Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> I love that. Um, your love for God is and your family is evident in the book. How do you point your kids to God on the daily? Yeah, you know, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And I feel like every day is a little different. I have four kids. They're between the ages of seven and 13. And um, when my daughter has significant disabilities and she has Down syndrome. And so it looks different for each of them, you know, in the different season that they're in and the different stage and um, just what they have going on. And so I try to always be curious alongside them and to ask questions with them and kind of acknowledge sometimes we don't we don't have the answer. Um, and that is okay. But that, that is really a value of mine is kind of entering into holy curiosity with my kids and whether it's reading what's happening in our um, community or globally, and we're trying to process and understand what's going on, or maybe it's conflict with a friend at school, you know, whatever it is, is how can we be more curious about that? Yeah, I love that actually. Curiosity. I don't think I've heard that before at all, mm. but holy curiosity as well. That's yeah. really cool. And I can <laughs> imagine I I have two children, but I can imagine having the four as well as, you know, a daughter with special needs. And that's a lot. Mm -hmm. So making sure you have those conversations with each of them would be quite challenging, but that's where I can see this resource really being quite helpful where, where if the season permits, you can like huddle everyone together. Let's, you know, have a hot chocolate. Let's sit down, mm -hmm. cuddle up and like, just have a, have a wee chit chat. Yeah. So yeah. I really love that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so thankful. So for the interview, for getting to, pick your brain on this topic yeah it's been so special I love the resource that you've created and I'll definitely be getting more into it so that oh. I can implement it in the house because I just love the yeah the go with the flowness it is yes. so many resources resources these days are a bit strict and mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah they kind of um, put you on edge a little bit yeah, yeah, I felt that. And it can be so overwhelming. And that's why I tell people I'm not an expert. I'm not, you know, I'm just a parent who's journeying alongside you. And these are things that have helped me in different parts of, of our family's journey. And so that's my, that's my prayer is that um, these would just be one thing for you to turn to as, as you're parenting and take a load off instead of putting more on your shoulders. Yeah. Because that's what it's about, isn't it? I think in order to make this a daily rhythm and part of our routine, it has to be manageable and it has to be something that is enjoyable. Do you find yeah. that your kids, I mean, obviously we all have our good and our bad days, but do you find that the questioning in particular is a good way to generate conversation with your kids? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, you just don't know until you ask. And I think it's even, even if you don't have a really in-depth conversation, you're creating a space where kids can ask questions. You're creating a space where your kids see you um, caring and, and integrating faith and talking about God when you wake up and when you go to sleep. And it's not just this compartmentalized thing, but it's just something that is 
that is part of your rhythms and your routines all the time. And that's cool. That's actually something that I was praying about the other day. And yeah, the Lord was kind of like, that's what I want for people. You know, Deuteronomy 6, you know, just make it part of our everyday. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, I I don't really know if I do that well. And he was like, yeah, you do do that well. And it's Mm -hmm. just kind of slipping him in, trying not to do it in an awkward way. Right. <laughs> but, you know, more natural, but, you know, just having those conversations and sometimes it could go into a conversation, you know, a really intense one in depth. Other times it's just more of a comment. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, thank you so much, Kayla. I really appreciate being able to chat to you and I will link all the things in the description but could you to tie it off could you share with the listeners where they can find out a bit more about you absolutely the easiest place to go is just my name kaylacraig.com k-a-y-l-a-c-r-a-i-g and there you can find um you know, my newsletter, I kind of consider it a care package of prayers. You can sign up for that. You can find me in the liturgies for parents podcast, which is a weekly podcast that drops every Monday. And it's just a prayer and some scripture and a blessing. And that's it. And it's just something for you to kind of reset, um, in, in your busy lives. And then my books are every season sacred is the new one and to light their way. And I also share lots of prayers on Instagram at liturgies for parents. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to mama's mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks guys. Hey mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.